With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome in everybody. It's making it big. Glad to have you in here. I'm the Fuse right here on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Spreaker.com. Glad to have you with us here today on a sunny afternoon in eastern Ohio. And here we are. My NFL mock draft for the first round for 2022. Next week, of course, the draft begins in the NFL and uh, it continues throughout next weekend. But I just got to hop into it here. Uh, Pretty much this is what the episode is going to be about. Like I said, I'm I'm just gonna go through my my mock first round of the NFL draft. Um, a lot of it, a lot of it is based on necessity, the type of impact a college player can have, and also I try to tie in some a little bit of uh, trends. So if one team likes to draft from this college, I might throw that type of tidbit in there as we go along here in the first round, but I don't want to take too long with each pick. Excuse me. So anyway, let's hop into it. My one and only mock for round one. The number one overall pick, I have the Jags taking Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher from Michigan. Look, we saw them take Trevor Lawrence, a a future, you know, a a franchise guy at quarterback, a big impact player. Their defense needs that punch. I mean, I like, I think you can take a lot from that game against the Colts in weeks, uh, week 18. You know, they upset the Colts and, uh, they made Carson Wentz look silly in that game. Um, and that Jags defense showed a lot of heart. Hey, you know what? We've had a down year. Urban Meyer was a mess, but uh, we believe we can beat the Colts as they try and pursue a playoff spot. And the Jags did just that, and they won handily. The defense was uh, strong in that game. And... I think that defense will try to carry over the same mindset this season. And when you add a guy like Hutchinson, who can pack a punch, understands good quality competition in the Big Ten. Uh, I, I mean, Doug Peterson, obviously focusing a, a lot on offense, an offensive-minded coach. Hutchinson is a guy who can help alleviate some of the pressure Peterson has I mean Peterson could could say you know what I'm gonna focus on the offense helping Trevor Lawrence get better I need someone on defense that can make uh, our lives a little easier and Hutchinson can do just that and it takes some of the pressure off of, of uh, 
some of the other guys on that defensive front as well. I could, I mean, it wouldn't be terribly surprising if the Jags wanted a linebacker. Maybe they try and use Hutchinson as an outside linebacker and bring him down into the in, uh, onto the line. Maybe he transitions. I know some linebackers have done that, where they they're on the outside as a linebacker and then they convert to uh, a defensive end. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Hutchinson ends up being a defensive end for now, but who knows? I mean, they need impact players at the linebacker position as well. Um, but because Hutchinson is such a great player. I think it's too good to be true, and the Jags cannot pass up on this guy. Uh, he can be a cornerstone for the Jags' defense, and Lawrence can be the cornerstone quarterback for the Jags' offense. So there you go. Hutchinson to the Jags, pick number one of the 2022 NFL Draft. Uh, that's my prediction. That's my uh, mock number one overall pick. My number two pick, I have the I have the Detroit Lions taking linebacker out of Utah, Devin Lloyd. Uh, from what I've seen, uh, definitely the one of the higher grades, if not the highest grade, in uh, when I look at scouting reports for NFL prospects. Um, bottom line is Detroit, similar situation. Uh, as a lot of these bad teams, uh, they need corner, more more cornerstone pieces. Detroit definitely does. At least the Jags had Trevor Lawrence to fall back on as someone to build upon going forward. Detroit, they don't have really much to speak of. A lot of they need a receiver, they need a quarterback, but I have them taking a linebacker. They need that toughness because they because I think they understand. Hey, look, we may not have the coaching staff to build a franchise quarterback to develop a young guy right. right. So let's. I mean, they might take a quarterback later on. Stay tuned. But the the Lions might be saying, you know what? If we're gonna burn a number two overall pick, let's do it on. Something we're sure we can build around. Dan Campbell, aggressive head coach. You forget he played tight end. It, it feels like he was a defensive end at one point back in the 80s. But that toughness, Detroit needs that impact player. Another, you know, um, that impact player on defense. I have them taking Devin Lloyd. They need that cornerstone on defense. There's been so much turnover. We've seen them address the defense in recent years and free agency and whatnot, but let's get a young guy who we can develop, who we're sure of, and maybe we'll get a quarterback later on. But if we're going to burn a number two overall pick, our first our, our, our first first round pick, let's do it on a guy we're definitely sure of. Uh, and uh, Devin Lloyd. He's a, I mean, there's, there's, it's hard to find a prospect better than him. Actually, well, technically, Hutchinson is really, really up there, but Lloyd gives him a run for his money. Um, so anyway, I have Lloyd going to Detroit. Number three, the Texans 
it's funny when I try when I did a, an NFL simulator. Um, the NFL simulator it, it tells you what teams need, and of course I did my own research, but the simulator said the text. Uh, you know, for example, uh, this team needs a quarterback. This team needs a receiver. This other team needs a defensive lineman and an offensive guard. But for the Texans, it said they need everything. <laughs> they, they need everything. So, uh, Lovey Smith, we saw the type of defense he had in Chicago. Um, again, the Texans, like the Lions, need cornerstone pieces. I have the Texans selecting Georgia defense, uh, interior defensive lineman uh, Jordan Davis. This is the guy who can clog up the middle. Been a part of tough SEC battles. Just play, just won a national championship with the Bulldogs. That's no mistake. It's, there's a reason why so many Georgia defensive players are being highly regarded. Uh, that Georgia Bulldog team was no joke. It was no mistake why they beat Alabama for the national title. Um, look, Texans, they're going to roll with Davis Mills at quarterback. Um, they might take a quarterback later on in the draft, but defensively, let's make that side of the ball even tougher because actually there were times where I thought, hey, the Texans, they're not too shabby on defense. They're actually putting up a fight. And I think a guy like Jordan Davis helps make things easier. It's, he's a nice foundation piece, and we always hear about teams starting from the trenches and working their way out. Uh, Lovey Smith uh, most likely has that same mindset. I remember when he had Tommy Harris out there in Chicago, and then he had Erlacher and Briggs on the second level on defense. So uh, I'm going to say Lovey Smith in that Texans D wants a nice building block up front, and Jordan Davis from Georgia is the way to go. Number four, the Jets. You know, they're not too shabby on the defensive line. Um, we know offensively they have some nice pieces. They could go out and attack receiver at this at this spot. But I think we know their history. We know they had a guy by the name of Darrell Revis, Revis Island, for those of you that forget. A great corner. So why not take a corner out of LSU? Derek Stingley Jr., this guy can make plays, um, tough SEC battles, <coughs> SEC battles over the years. Stingley, it seemed like it seemed like he just shot up. You know, he, I mean, this guy after his first year, it's it seemed like you know first year of playing time, it seemed like this guy was just skyrocketing and he was getting more and more comfortable attacking and uh, blanketing his uh, receiver. So uh, Stingley Jr. just adds that extra toughness, some pops, uh, some, some playmaking ability can, can guard, again, play from what I've seen. Um, this guy can make plays. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't matter if he gives the receiver space or not. This guy will contest, pa- uh, contest passes. He will make some plays. Um, and the Jets need that pop. They need that that energy that he brings. 
So why not go Derek Stingley Jr., highly regarded on a lot of NFL draft boards? So Derek Stingley Jr. I have going to the Jets at number four. Number five, I have the Giants taking Mississippi State tackled Charles Cross. The Giants need that extra body up front. They have a lot of weapons, even though Evan Ingram left to go to Jacksonville in free agency. The Giants need to emphasize offensive line talent. Um, they need to protect Daniel Jones, give him a fighting chance. This is a no-brainer. When you have quarterbacks getting sacked as many times as the Giants have, it's just disgraceful. You need to get a sure, sure thing. And Charles Cross, with everything that he's battled in the SEC... Give Charles Cross a chance. I have him going to, to the Giants. I mean, we know the Eagles like to attack the quarterback. The, uh, the uh, Washington Commanders have a guy by the name of Chase Young. The Cowboys just uh, ex- brought back extended uh, Demarcus Lawrence. So in your own division, you have got, you have teams spending a, a, a good chunk of change on their front seven, trying to put pressure on the opposing quarterback. The G-men have to sure up the O-line. It's their biggest need. It might be the biggest need in all of the NFL. Yeah, yeah, some teams need a quarterback. But you don't know what you're getting. Other, I mean, the Giants offensive line, you know poor play is coming. Defenses are teeing off. You don't know... You don't, you don't know how much more of this you can take. So Charles Cross, this makes sense. I have the Giants taking him and helping out Daniel Jones. Number six, the Panthers. I think they'll take Liberty quarterback Malik Willis. Now again, I'm 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 not factoring in potential draft day trades and teams moving up, but right now I have the Panthers taking Malik Willis. Again, quarterback from Liberty. Panthers need some some playmaking at quarterback. And look, I don't look. They spent a lot of time in years past drafting on defense, making that a priority, which is great. But offensively, do you really want to roll out there with Sam Darnold again? I mean, I mean, you have some nice receivers. But uh, you need that pop at quarterback. I mean, you, you just went through three different avenues to try and get quarterbacks last year. Getting P.J. Walker from the XFL, you know, finding him after his XFL stint. Uh, you traded, gave up a nice package for Sam Darnold. Then middle of the season, it's like, okay, let's go and give Cam Newton a shot. He knows our offense. He fits right in. And uh, that didn't work out either. So just invest in a quarterback. I think the Panthers will do that. Um, I think I heard Ben McAdoo the other day say, Sam Darnold is our quarterback. And then he, I think from what I remember reading, he said, uh, oh, I shouldn't have said that. That's the quote that I read. Um, I hope people weren't just making things up. But... Uh, McAdoo, Matt Rule, and the Panthers. 
need a guy like Willis. Playmaking quarterback. Some say he's raw. But again, you got to take chances here and there. And from what I've seen on tape, Malik Willis, uh, he's a playmaker. And you can and the Panthers, I'm sure I mean, they they're used to having mobile quarterbacks. Well, a more I mean they like I said, Walker, Newton. These are guys that can move around. The Panthers like their mobile quarterback. Sam Darnold can be shifty. He can move around a little bit. That that helps out a guy like Christian McCaffrey to some extent. So uh, Malik Willis just seems like a fun guy. Good arm talent. Good deep ball. Uh, he seems like a strong guy. You see the legs on that guy? Like mus like just a muscular, strong guy. Bigger than what you than what you think. Um, so I'll give I, the Panthers might as well give him a chance. If he, if he's a home run fourth or fifth game of the year and Sam Darnold doesn't work out. Uh, if Malik Willis is a home run, Matt rule might be around for a very long time. Number seven, I have the giants taking edge rusher from Purdue, George Karloftis. Um, a big reason why I took Karloftis over Thibodeau, Kayvon Thibodeau, is because the Giants have dealt with injuries in the past, and they need a sure thing. They need durability. It's not just poor offensive line play that's hurt them. I mean, there were a lot of times where guys were getting hurt left and right. Um, so I think Karloftis being that He's been durable over the years. Uh, Thibodeau dealt with injury recently. That's why I have the Giants taking Karloftis. Um, and the Giants could use another impact player on defense. Again, Brian Dayball coming over from Buffalo knows the importance of building in the trenches. Now, how many guys can you name on the Bills' offensive and defensive line? Not many. So, again... Not saying the Bills are perfect, but Dayball knows, hey, let's try and build from the inside and work our way out. Let's protect our quarterback with the number five overall pick, and then let's go and try and add extra pass rushers to our defensive front. I have them taking Karloftis. And at worst case scenario, Karloftis can rotate, in it, uh, can be in certain packages to begin his NFL career. Um, I don't know if he necessarily has to play a bunch of snaps right out of the gate. I would assume they would try and ease, and, and ease him in and work him in, but you never know. He could be acing everything, every test that he has to in the preseason or training camp, and Dayball might say, you know what, you're going to start. You're going to play. Uh, we might uh, do a pitch count and monitor your snaps, but... You know, Karloftis, you're the guy, and uh, we're going to give you some room to roam here. Number eight, I have the Falcons taking edge rusher out of Oregon, Kayvon Thibodeau. The Falcons, this is a, is a rebuilding team. Thibodeau, one of the be- arguably the best prospect available at this point in the draft. Um, we know Tom Brady's in the division. For at least this coming season, we know the Saints have uh, Jameis Winston for a couple more years. The Panthers, if they get Malik Willis, you know, 
is going to be, a, it could be a handful. So Falcons, if you're going to build, let's get some playmakers. Let's start up front and uh, let's put pressure on the quarterback. And right now you have Marcus Mariota under, contra- under contract. So that's where we're at. I might have to break this episode up in a few parts. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'll take a break. Come back right after this. Falcons, I have taken Thibodeau out of Oregon. This is making it big. Alrighty, welcome back. Making it big, doing my mock draft for the NFL. I'm just touching on round one. That's it. The number nine overall pick in the first round. I have the Seahawks taking Mississippi quarterback, Matt Corral. This is simple. Do you want Drew Locke? Okay, then. (laughs) Um, I mean, they could invest in offensive linemen, but... Look, let's just pick a quarterback, see what we can do. Matt Corral has been climbing up people's draft boards. Kenny Pickett has fallen. Um, People have been a little more quiet on Malik Willis. We're seeing more and more of uh, uh, Desmond Ritter, his name climbing up the draft boards. But doesn't it, like, I feel like this quarterback class, if there was more talent in this draft, First round worthy talent, you would probably not even hear about the quarterbacks. Maybe because hey, we're fascinated by quarterbacks and they're game changing. But these, it just tells you these quarterbacks, they're just not the bee's knees. They're not first round worthy in a lot of people's eyes. So, look, Seattle, they could, like I said, they could start in the trenches. They could invest there. But Drew Locke, Geno Smith, that's all you need to hear. Sure, the Seahawks could tank. When you get rid of guys like Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner, you might as well tank. But Seattle needs something to be promised. They need some promise in their quarterback room. I'd, if, I, if I'm the Seahawks, might as well just give Matt Corral a shot. Pete Carroll's days as an NFL head coach are winding down. Uh, let's start a quarterback. And besides, the Seahawks, they, they have really lost a lot of well-known veterans, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor. They've lost a lot of guys over the years. Richard Sherman. They don't invest a lot of money on offense. I mean, they have DK Metcalf right now, and his name's popped up in trade rumors. They don't invest a lot on their offensive line. I'm Seattle. Might as well just go get a quarterback. I mean... You're going to stink regardless. See what Corral can do. At least add some competition to that quarterback room. So I have Corral going to Seattle. Number 10, the Jets. I have them taking a receiver, Garrett Wilson, out of Ohio State. 
Arguably the best receiver in this draft besides teammate Chris Olave. Wide receiver U is Ohio State. Uh, Zach Wilson needs a, another target. Maybe Garrett Wilson can become that number one guy. Um, keep keep giving your quarterback playmakers. We've seen this with the Rams. Even in the AFC East, we, we, we see this in Buffalo. We see it in uh, Miami. So the Jets, it's your turn. Give your second-year quarterback, Zach Wilson, a fighter's chance. Keep adding to that receiver room. I know they have some... Decent receivers there already. Uh, Moore, Berrios, they have some guys, but add another receiver. Garrett Wilson, perfect. At number 11, I have Washington taking Texas A&M guard Kenyon Green. Give Carson Wentz some, some more protection. Kenyon Green, one of the more highly regarded offensive linemen in this year's draft. It's a perfect combo. And like I said, the NFC East has a lot of has has several pass rushers in it. You got to protect Carson Wentz, help him out, give him some extra time so he doesn't make dumb mistakes. At number 12, Minnesota Vikings. I have them taking Trent McDuffie, cornerback from Washington. I could have went somewhere else. Uh, when it came to the Vikings, but I chose corner. Uh, they brought back Patrick Peterson. I think they could use that next. That they could use some uh, a younger, uh, more uh, talented guy, a younger talented guy, a fresh face in that secondary room, in that cornerback room. Um, McDuffie, one of the more highly regarded corners in this year's draft. Uh, we know how much of a passing league this is. I mean, look, when, you, when you're when you the Vikings and you're dealing with Aaron Rodgers, you're dealing with an upstart like just, uh, Justin Fields, it's important to have some lockdown corners. Trent McDuffie can be that guy uh, or close to it. Um, and look, they brought back Patrick Peterson, an older guy. You kind of want that next uh, that next guy ready to go. And and be the and be the successor to Patrick Peterson, if not play opposite of him. So, um, we've seen the Vikings invest some time into drafting and acquiring talent for their for their secondary, for their cornerbacks, for their safeties. I mean, the Vikings have a history of that recently, and I would expect them to use one of their draft picks, use one of their resources. And get a guy like McDuffie. Up front, the Vikings should be potent. Um, should be strong. But let's keep adding to that defense and share up the secondary. Your court, your offense is what it is. It's very talented. I wouldn't be shocked if the Vikings won the division this year. But let's share up the, the back end of that defense by bringing in a guy like McDuffie. Um it just makes the Vikings even more of a talented defense, let alone a talented team. Uh, at number 13, I have the Texans selecting offensive tackle Akeem Ekwanu from North Carolina State. 
let's add some extra protection for Davis Mills or your future franchise quarterback. Um, again, Lovey Smith building in the trenches. I would assume that's important to him. Let's start with some foundation pieces up front and then work our way out. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Texans added a receiver as well. At number 14, I have the Ravens selecting Cincinnati cornerback Ahmad Gardner. They call him Sauce for a reason. Um, the Ravens could use a young, healthy body, and that's in for for that defense, for that for that cornerback secondary room. Um, you're dealing with Joe Burrow. You're dealing with Deshaun Watson, uh, Mitch Trubisky. You'd like to have some insurance back there in case one of your veterans gets hurt again. We saw the the Ravens get hurt so many times uh, before the season even began. Early in the season, we saw them deal with injuries over the past couple of years. Uh, so I would expect them to address their cornerback room, um, add to that defense. They could go somewhere in this uh, up front. Um, maybe get a defensive lineman of some kind, but uh, I would expect the Ravens to add a young, healthy body. And uh, Ahmad Gardner, <laughs> he's not too shabby. So I have the Ravens taking him and uh, sh- helping sure up that defense as well. At number 15, the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh I'm having. I think they'll take Notre Dame safety Kyle Hamilton. Look, not only is Hamilton arguably the best prospect available at this point, but we've seen the Eagles take uh, players from Notre Dame in in the past. We've seen them go after. Uh, We've seen, I mean, just just look at their secondary. Look at look at their look at their safeties. Kyle Hamilton, Kyle Hamilton, excuse me, could start week one for the Eagles. Their secondary not great. I don't love their safeties. Epps, really, he's a guy you love in that Eagles secondary. You, I mean. I don't care if Hamilton plays free safety, strong safety. He's better than what the Eagles got. Give me Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame. Impact player. Helps share up the back end of that Eagles defense. At number 16, this is a no-brainer. I have the Saints giving Jameis Winston another weapon. I think the Saints take USC wide receiver Drake London. Arguably the best receiver available at this point. Uh, Saints need a receiver. Michael Thomas hasn't played in two years. You need a sure thing. You need a, a young, hungry guy to, to work uh, in that Saints offense. They don't have much. Um, they need to help out Winston. You can't just rely on... Uh, a bunch of no-name receivers. You can't rely on... Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with Kamara. I don't even know if he's suspended. I, I haven't heard anything. But give me Drake London, 
Stop relying on Alvin Kamara to change it, change the game by himself. So again, London to the Saints. Um, where are we at time-wise? Oh my gosh, technology. All right, so I might be able to fit everything in. Let's see how fast I go. And let's go to number 17 in the first round. I have the LA Chargers selecting Alabama tackle Evan Neal. Help sure up the, the offensive front. Give Justin Herbert extra time. Evan Neal, the best tackle available, in my opinion, at this point in the draft. Protect Justin Herbert. Keep your franchise quarterback healthy. It's that simple. Evan Neal, used to tough competition down there in the SEC. This is this is too easy for me. I've Again, I have the Chargers taking Evan Neal. It's as simple as that. Um, and we saw them spend some money last year in, in free agency. Uh, it would be nice for them to develop someone who can last... And uh, it would just be nice to find that next offensive lineman, uh, offensive line talent uh, in the draft. You know, you don't want to sp- spend too much money in free agency when it comes to any position, uh, let alone offensive line. So, again, Chargers, I have them selecting Evan Neal. Um, number 18, I have the Eagles selecting Georgia linebacker Nakobe Dean. Dean, the best linebacker available at this point, obviously played on a national championship team. Dean, you just want his attitude. You want that toughness if you're the Eagles. We know they have a lot of talent on the defensive line. But TJ Edwards, (laughs) TJ Edwards is... Arguably the Eagles' best linebacker right now. Does that get you excited, Eagles fans? TJ Edwards, Kazir White, Hassan Reddick, Nicobe Dean, draft him. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 how can you not? The guy is perfect for that Eagles team. At number 19, I have the Saints selecting Bernard Raymond, tackle out of Central Michigan. Again, the Saints don't want to spend a lot of money this offseason. I know they've shaved some salary cap, uh, shaved some money from the cap, but again, you don't want to spend a lot of money. Get a get a tackle, Bernard Raymond. Bring some added to that to that offensive line. Sturdy player can help Jameis Winston. No brainer. At number twenty, the Pittsburgh Steelers. This was a tough one, but it came down to this: the Steelers. Everyone's trying to figure out what the Steelers are doing because they're they're probably the most confusing team. What are they going to do first round? Well, defensively, I don't know if they would take if they would 
be able to take a safety they're in love with at number 20. People are saying, oh, they like Kyle Hamilton. I don't even know if Hamilton's going to be there at 20. In my mock, again, I have the Eagles taking Kyle Hamilton, but we hear that their name, the Steelers' name being uh, creeping up with Tyron Matthew. He's still unsigned. And I wouldn't be shocked if they took a safety. But just look at what the Steelers have done. At quarterback, they have Mitch Trubisky, a stopgap. Um, they they could get a quarterback in the second round. I'm sure they would rather do that instead of trading up, instead of wasting a first-round pick on a guy like Malik Willis. I know they seem friendly with Malik. I know Malik likes them. At least it looks that way. But do you really want to take Malik with your first pick? Then on defense, do you really... I mean, I mean, if Hamilton isn't available, do you really want to spend a first-round pick on a safety? At linebacker, you could... I mean, middle linebacker would be ideal as far as a position to address, but you just brought in Miles Jack. It looks like they're going to give Devin Bush a chance now that... Uh, Brian Flores is coaching linebackers. Maybe Flores can tap into Bush's potential. So it looks like they're going to ride it out with Devin Bush for another year. Then, you know, I, I thought about it. Yeah, it would be nice to get if the Steelers got a guy like Jordan Davis, but I have him going so a lot earlier in the draft. And how soon would Davis play? Because the Steelers brought back Tyson Alualu, who was working out with Cam Hayward the other day. The Steelers also brought back Monty Adams, Montrevious Adams. So where where would a rookie defensive tackle be able to get his playing time? How often would he play? If you're going to spend a first-round pick, you want it to be a guy who can play right away, who can play a good chunk of snaps. That's why I have the Steelers taking Ohio State receiver Chris Olave. He can play right away, play a bunch of snaps. You give Trubisky more options. Hey, there's Olave. There's uh, Chase Claypool, who's been working out. Uh, You have... Deontay Johnson, who wants more money. We'll see how that works out. But if Johnson leaves next year, hey, we have Chris Olave. So, again, you want to if you're the Steelers, you want to keep adding to your strength, and receiver is one of them. You don't know what's going to happen with Johnson. You don't know how things are going to work out with Claypool because of what he pulled against the Minnesota Vikings um, in that stupid ball incident. So... It's one of those things the Steelers have to keep shoring up their receiver position because it seems like there's o- there's always a chance they're going to have a different receiving core um, after a few years. Because at one point, a few years ago, they had AB, uh, they had Juju, now both are gone. You know, four years ago, they had AB and Juju. 
They used to have uh, Bryant, uh, uh, Bryant at one point. They used to have Mike Wallace. They used to have Santonio Holmes. All those guys got moved at a relatively young age. So the Steelers, they know the drill. They know they have to keep adding to their adding receivers because guys might act up, might want more want more money. And the Steelers want to want to say, you know what? We're so good at drafting receivers. We're so good at developing them and utilizing them. We don't need to invest a ton of money in receivers. We learned that the hard way with Antonio Brown. We're so good at drafting receivers. We can say, you know what, Johnson? Go ahead. Test the market next year. We got Chris Olave to pair with Chase Claypool. To pair with tight end Pat Fryermuth. Najee Harris, we like to get him the ball as well. So, the Steelers selecting Chris Olave makes a lot of sense. Keep, keep adding to your strength. Keep replenishing that receiver group. Because Cody White, Anthony Miller... That doesn't do it for Steeler Nation, and it doesn't do it for me. Maybe they'll get a quarterback in the second round. Pickett, Ritter. Uh, One of those guys could be available in that second round. We're going to finish up this NFL draft as much as we can here. Mock, Mock NFL draft round one. At number 21, I have the Patriots selecting Florida edge, ru- Florida State edge rusher, Jermaine Johnson II. Not talked about a whole lot, but the guy is, that guy's a monster on defense. Gives the Patriots some extra punch up front. Um, we've seen the Patriots. I don't know what the Patriots are going to do. They, they confuse me every year. But this makes a lot of sense. Add to that front seven. Yep, you're dealing with Josh Allen. Pack a punch up front. Bill Belichick, a defensive-oriented guy. They already got their quarterback in Mac Jones last year. They're not good at drafting receivers. So if you're the Pats, you might as well just draft a guy who can pack a punch, and Jermaine Johnson the second can do that. He brings some attitude. At number 22, I have the Packers selecting Alabama receiver Jamison Williams. Yeah, he's coming off of injury, but the guy can flat out play when he's healthy. The Packers need a receiver after losing Devontae Adams in that trade. Give Aaron Rodgers a weapon, finally. Jamison Williams makes too much sense. Do you love Alan Lazard? Do you love Sammy Watkins, who just signed to a one-year deal? Get a receiver. At number 23, I have the Cardinals selecting Boston College guard Zion Johnson. Give Kyler Murray, (coughs) excuse me, extra time. Help James Conner run the ball up front. At number 24, I have the Cowboys selecting Georgia edge rusher Trayvon Walker. Walker, not being talked about as much, but the guy is super talented, played for a championship team, played in the SEC. The Cowboys 
Brought back to Marcus Lawrence, I think when you add a guy like Walker to that front seven, it makes them even more dangerous. We already know the playmaking ability of Micah Parsons. Maybe Vander Esch adds to the highlight reel a little bit more this year. I have Walker going to the Cowboys. And with that being said, we're going to stop it here. This has been my NFL Draft Round 1 Mock And I'll have part two coming up in the next episode. This is Making It Big. We'll see you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.